Hi, darling. Episode How are 506. You? How's my Sarah? 506. I'm so good. I am sitting at an actual desk. With my microphone set up like a real podcast hostess with the mostest. I am so so happy. It feels like, you know, like when you get like your life just like a little bit more together (laughs) and you're like, oh my God, this is so good. That's why I always tell people like if your life is falling apart, just start flossing your teeth. It, oh my God, that is such good advice. It will make you feel accomplished. Can You'll we see. put that, write that down. <laughs> Dahlia, let's, let, can we, right. Start flossing, That is baby. it. If your life feels a mess, just start flossing your teeth. Yeah, do one small We'll thing. clean it up in post, but you know. You know, like I just think that's what this desk represents for you. It's like. It does. Good things are happening. Yes, it got the sunshiny view. It's real nice. The birds are chirping. I like, think it's funny. I how- heard an owl the other night. And it was <laughs> amazing. Isn't that nice? Oh, it was really funny. I came out of my uh, uh, house the other day. I was like taking out the trash, and one of the neighbors, he's like driving by, and he's like, "Hey, are you?" you know, everybody's like referring to me as "new girl." Like, are you the new girl? Oh are you the girl, girl? Which is like real funny. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm the new girl," and uh, and. He was like, oh, yeah, I've got one of the upstairs units, too. And like, oh, you know, how do you like it? I'm like, oh, my God, I love it. And he's like, yeah, it kind of gets a little noisy in the uh, alleyway sometimes, you know, when people are back there talking or whatever. And I was like, sir, I am coming from downtown Los Angeles. This <laughs> place is silent. I heard an owl last night. <laughs> this place is basically silent to me. Yeah, I you think know? it's so funny, like, when you do your Insta stories and you're on your walks. And, like, uh-huh. I've never seen someone be so delighted by suburbia. <laughs> I love it so much. I can't even. So I'm trying to figure that out. I'm like, do is this because I did not love suburbia when I lived in Orange County. It That's felt like true. manufactured suburbia, like Ew, yeah, like, like Pleasantville. Yeah. yeah, and everybody like really was like L.A. people, but I don't know. I, I didn't agree. feel like yeah. I like. Oh, I get like. Mm-mm. And then I was wondering maybe if it's the nostalgia of being like I walk past my elementary yeah. school every day when I take my dog for a walk. Yeah. Every day. Every day. And also, I went on a walk, you know, and I did the normal walk that I did from my elementary school to the street that I used to live on and then like up the park and around. It felt like when I even told myself, oh yeah, I'm going to go walk down that old street. In my mind, it was so quick. It was so short. It was like the shortest walk it was. It ended up being like a mile and a half. If you told me back in LA, oh, go walk a mile and a half, I'd be like, oh my god, that's like a million <laughs> miles, and I'm gonna. That's so far. I'm not gonna do that. I was thinking about this maybe because when I I did that walk so many times, yeah, like hundreds, going to school every day. I walked to school, mm-hmm. no big deal. <laughs> in my little kid head, it, it it was like, yeah, I've done this, and because I've done it so many times, yeah, it seemed like you know NBD. To just <laughs> do that walk, and it just made me think about how our brains are so funny like that, and it we, yes. we are, and everything's just like relative and like our, based on our our past experiences of it. Dude, I'm reading so, this book, which I'm choosing on. for our eight. Wait, let's see, April book club. No, April. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever the Jennifer next one March. is, <laughs> it's April. Um, called the power of habit. Ooh. Boy, is it great. And it's it talks about what you're describing, how our brain 
operates differently when we're doing something routinely or something we've done a million times. You know, like when you drive and you don't realize you're back home, like how did I get here from wherever? Because you're so familiar with the route. Yeah. Stuff like that. Oh my God. Before we started recording, you and I were talking about like just life and I was saying how I really want to get back to like my essence of like who I was before life ruined me. And, um, but I think that can only be helped if you live right by your, uh, um, elementary school, like tap into your true self there. Susie, I agree. And you know what? This is totally in line with, I remember I was at a trivia night once and it stuck with me. You know, when you hear things, it's like a fact or something and you cannot, you can remember everything about that. Mm -hmm. It feels like I can remember just like they call them like episodic memories. Like it feels mm-hmm. like it plays like an ep- which I don't have no idea what the reference is, but it sounds to me like it feels like it plays like an episode on TV in your head. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm sure there's like a more scientific thing for that. But the, <laughs> the question was 50% of people live within, or maybe it was a higher percentage. I can't remember the percentage, but this whatever high percentage of people live within. 50 miles or whatever it was of what? And my aunt, I was like, oh, a body of water. And the, that is incorrect. It's, it's their place of birth or like where they grew oh, up. Right. And yeah. it stuck with me because I was like, oh my gosh. Cause I have this sense of, of at maybe at the time I had this sense of like adventure and wanting to be so far away from yes. that. And we all have that. That is like, and thank goodness we do because that was expansion of civilizations and how we like, you know, went out and like, checked out other things and, yeah. and all that stuff that was very important but way back when. And so that's good and learn about yourself and everything. But now I just like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it in like a whole new way. It feels so good. It Does is it funny that there's like this one little tunnel that I'm still scared to go under. No. Oh, Suze, I am going to definitely be doing an Instagram what is the story deal? about that. You're it's this of, tunnel like, at the parks. I, I, this is this is the most. This tunnel is covered with gorgeous flowers and looks like it's like <laughs> in the daytime it looks romantic. I remember being a little kid and being like, oh, "I'm so scared to go into the tunnel." What it probably serves as some there? metaphor. You get like halfway through. Uh, it's just dark. You go halfway through inside. It goes under the busy or it, the busy street goes over it and it mm-hmm. connects one neighborhood to the park and. Uh, it's just so great that they even have that little tunnel there because it's like, yeah, go ahead, kids. Go to the park because, like, there's a tunnel going there. So it's not scary at all, I guarantee you. And I think in the middle there's a gate, a, like a grate or whatever they call it, gr- whatever. Grate? Grill? Mm-hmm. What the hell do they call those things? Like a grate. A grate. That's yeah. a word. Okay. Um, uh, that where, like, some sun shines through and, and it's, like, the middle of the road. Mm. And then you go through the other side, but I think the car's going over. It's kind of loud. And I mean, and when I I was like five, okay. So this got in my head. (laughs) This tunnel is so scary. Right. I walked by this the other night and I was like, no, I'm just going to cross the street. All right. Yes, I did. I I crossed the street. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready yet. (laughs) It was like dusk. And I was like, (laughs) no, because you know what I'm scared of? Oh my God, Zeus. (gasps) You know what it's full of? What? 
mysterious wetness oh and the possibility of things that scurry yeah i just figured it out yeah. <laughs> this might be the origin of my fear yeah, right well, actually i might just be able to cure that with a little exposure therapy we're really making we making, really did we had a breakthrough like, making breakthroughs over here so i just talked myself through like all of my tr- tr- childhood i gotta like, turn the volume down on myself i'm like getting too excited over here oh that's better Woo. i forget where it was now but we i had mysterious wetness and oh, i'm so sorry and i thought of you and i thought she is right it is scary it's like, where did what it is come it? from? What is <laughs> it? So There's not that many. It's so mysterious. <laughs> There's not that many like possibilities that aren't gross. Right. That's the other thing that is like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, nothing so, good is going to come from oh, it. Gosh. Yeah. Well, none of these things are things that I wanted to talk about today, but you know, just, a, a, well, a, did you want to talk you know, about it? A good ritual to have is taking your ritual vitamins. If you're going to start somewhere, like after you master flossing, absolutely, congratulations. Uh, throw this on. Yeah, this, this is, is a like level up with some vitamins that you could introduce to your routine that will do what I said earlier: make a small change, and it will snowball because you'll say, "Oh, well, that was easy, and I feel better." Because ritual vitamins are so awesome. They help you get all those nutrients and things your body needs, but it is time release, so it's gentle on your stomach. It smells and tastes like mint. And I for me that's a big deal because vitamins usually make me sick. Oh, and yeah. after like if you have a baby, you might for, be forgetting to prioritize yourself and they now have something called essential postnatal so that you get those nutrient needs postpartum too. They have something for everybody. So it's perfect for you and it's sugar-free, vegan friendly, non-GMO, all that stuff. And they deliver it right to your door. A mother doesn't always put her needs first, but Ritual does. That's why they're offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash brain candy to start essential postnatal today or one of their others varieties. Yes. Okay. Love it. Yes. Uh, oh, what did I'm you like, want to talk about, ma'am? I have so much fun stuff to share with you. Sure. That I have well, one is really funny, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that there's like a hilarious segue that I could have done even in the very beginning about talking about how, you know, this is our episode 506, and can you believe we talk that much? And <laughs> uh, you would have definitely said something hilarious after that, and then I would have been able to say, hey, did you know that there was a recent study conducted at Harvard on... Uh, Basically, uh, whether or not we know when to shut up. Oh, I read this study. Susie. It, I was horrified. Horrified. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm screaming that into that. I think I turned the volume up in the wrong direction. Woo! I sorry, mean, sorry. that is so unsettling. Tell them about it. Susie. Okay. So this study was conducted and they were looking at, there were two different, uh, they did like this two-pronged approach. So. They looked at, they did an online survey where they asked people uh, a series of questions mm-hmm. about conversations that they've recently had with a family member or like intimate friend, somebody that they knew really well, somebody that you would assume they care about. 
you know, <laughs> and maybe also have like a past with maybe yeah. some like stuff to actually talk about. Right. Um, and they then they asked him all these questions about uh, the moment that they had wanted the conversation to end. They asked him like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when should the conversation be done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then there was another part of the study <laughs> where they were paired up where uh, there was like an in-lab part. So yeah. they're like, okay, you know, let's look at what the in-lab part. Yeah, let's watch uh, them have conversations. Let's, let's watch them mm-hmm. and see like maybe people just don't like their relatives, whatever. Um, then they looked at the uh, lab part and so they put, I think it was like about 250 or so people paired up. And they're paired up with strangers and then they just get to talk as long as they want. It's like anywhere between like one minute and an hour or so. And so then they looked at the data. I mean, I would love to ask you, but what your, what your, uh, 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 it blew my mind as you, you clearly stated earlier. It is so surprising. 67% mm-hmm. of the online survey respondents said that they wanted the conversation to end before it did. Right? Why the hell are we all talking? What are we doing here? Right. We should all we're we're talking way and too like, long. And like when they interviewed both people, like <laughs> they almost never agreed about when it should have ended. Do you know what in the lab study? The, the in the lab it was even worse. Yeah, because then the lab they didn't know each other, so it was right. oh god. You can imagine small talk. Uh, which thank goodness for show. I don't know. Did, did they ask them first if they wa- listen to the Brain Candy podcast? Because I guarantee that the the people in this small group are probably the listeners of our show totally. because we give amazing. It was only two percent yeah. of the conversations right. where both, both people, people agreed right. that it wrapped up in time where they were happy with it. Yeah, like basically, someone <laughs> is always wishing it would end, and you don't know whether it's you or not. This is terrifying. We yes. should never ever told you guys this. Don't worry about this. Okay. Actually, it's the thing is everybody feels the same, so it's fine. And Wait. you can be that person. You could just like be like, mm, "Are you done?" Yeah, me too. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, but you know how you have this fear. You've told which me- one? <laughs> You've told me that you have trouble on the phone knowing like how <sighs> and when to wrap up the call. Worst. It's the worst. <laughs> They and were, so I hate like it. that's my fear i don't like making phone calls because i don't know when to end it yeah so what do i do you don't know like when to start wrapping it up or if the other person's trying to do that you don't know whether they're doing that or not like it shows how much i rely on physical like on, on mm-hmm. visual cues so when you're in person oh, talking to anxiety someone, thanking about it <laughs> whenever so you're never talking in person do you feel session. like you know when to wrap it up yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know when to... Yeah. I think I wrap it up earlier. Then I think I probably cater to their needs more than... Actually, I take that back. <laughs> that is such a lie. <laughs> I am a fucking... T- Who, everybody listening to this right now is like, is she right. high right now? <laughs> she has no idea. She is absolutely telling a lie. I can't believe I just said that. Why? I, you, be, because the I'm the, I never shut up. Because the, 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 <laughs> because the, the, my report card as a child said talks out of turn constantly. You think people were like, can go on? So, so would you say you're like an oversharer or what? 
Susie. <laughs> my mo- as my mom says, Susie. is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> but she says it in Spanish to people oh. in Costa Rica, and they have no idea what that means or understand the reference. So they oh. go, yes. And yeah, then like, so they answer it. It doesn't translate, but then she has to teach them that, which is always real funny to hear That's her funny. do. But yeah. So Esla, you Popo, will just keep talking. Yes. All the time. I think probably, but see, here's what I do is when I sense that it, it's when I sense that there's tension, which is what that moment is. Yeah. I use humor to alleviate it. So I just make a joke and then mm. bye-bye and then-, <laughs> and then we're fine. And then I could like segue into saying goodbye. So I think I, I try to, I try to like, uh, uh, navigate or, or like, uh, like cater to the you know, other person or, and like, like navigate oh, wait. the conversation. Let me what, ask what, you what? this because um, like whenever I'm in my therapy and if it's even kind of oh. close to quitting time, I'll say like, yeah. I know you got to go. Uh, oh my be gosh, my you're, last a, thing. you're one of those because you're a people pleaser. Yeah. Okay. So what is usually what goes on? Well, it's different for everyone. Some people are the ones who really like not I shouldn't say you're a people pleaser that's so general because there's a million reasons there's like you know if you want to you're like depends on what you're talking about maybe there's like you're we're avoiding a a subject that you know the therapist is going to talk about some people are just talk 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 yeah. I'm the one who keeps talking because I want <laughs> to avoid asking questions that I don't want to answer Oh when you're in like when you're the one getting yeah. therapy Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, if I just keep my mouth moving the whole time, she's never <laughs> going to be able. God. And I, I just keep talking. It does me no, no help. I really need to stop talking. Other people need to keep talking. So it depends on what you're... What you remember for a half a second when I thought I was the one who left conversations? <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> uh, we all got to take that journey breathe. with you. Oh. <laughs> so funny to me well when i read the study i was very horrified as i said because (laughs) i fancy myself somebody who is a very aware of social cues and like managing conversations and stuff so i took it like as a personal affront i was like (laughs) are you trying to tell me i don't know when to end the conversation because i'm pretty (laughs) sure i do i mean what if you think you're really good at it? Do you think that that study indicates that you're fucking not? Suze, that it, listen to this exact quote I have for you. <laughs> Whatever that you think the other person wants, you may well be wrong. <sighs> says this lead psychology researcher at Harvard it. University, the study's lead author. I'm going to start asking people. I... Like, are you ready for this to be done? Are you there? <laughs> yeah, are you, there? Right. you know who I will say is like one of the best at it? My brother, Luke. Shout out to Luke. He's like a good conversation ender. He's like, okay, well, I'll let you go. Bye. And that is the best line I've learned. Yeah. I'll let you go. Oh, yeah. That's a get, get out of jail You tell me that, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's my oh, signature like, move. Oh, God. I'm that doing felt, you a favor. That is a good one to learn. Freedom. But see, the thing Freedom. is like, I, I like... It's what we've always said. It, a lot of times when you leave, when you're having those kind of conversations, like any conversation that's going to be between one minute and 45 minutes or is maybe not the, you know, if you're just like, okay, talk, like 
you know, I want to be in those conversations that are like the six hour ones that you stay up to like two o'clock in the morning. I fucking love those. Seuss, we've had those. Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah, but that's different. I know. That's what I'm saying. Those are the good ones. That's the ones you don't want to leave. And that was the other thing that it said. There were respondents in the surveys that said they wanted it to last 50% longer. Oh man. Who are those weirdos? I know. Who are those? (laughs) Well, let me take a moment uh, since we were talking about therapy to encourage mm-hmm. people to try better help, um, which is... Everybody needs someone to talk to. Yes. It's so easy. As, Check it out. Well, that's what we're learning in this from this study. People clearly want to talk and they want to keep talking. So if you're one of those yes. people... And you get the whole time <laughs> yeah. with the therapist. Right. It's the best. And, if and they you, want to do it. You can find licensed professional counselor who specialize in family conflicts or LGBT matters, grief, um, anxiety, all the stuff that everyone deals with, especially right now. And I just love that it's so convenient. So you can send a message to your counselor anytime and communicate 24 hours a day, anytime from an online environment. So it's super convenient and affordable and flexible for your schedule. So you don't have to go anywhere. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash brain candy. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash brain candy. I love mine. All right. Carry on. Oh, gosh, a good therapist is the best. And just so you know, they have couples therapy and oh, yeah. you know all that kind of stuff on there that you can do. And it's so important right now, more than ever. I feel like everybody's kind of dealing with stuff. And you don't you have know. to like sit in a waiting room. Oh my gosh, right. You can like text them. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. You know? A lot of you reached out to me after we did that breakup one and you were like, What'd they say? I'm going through stuff. Well, they just that samesies, you know? Yeah. Like it, it's a time of, of a lot of, you know, transition for people and, and just like deciding what's important, I think, you know, is what this pandemic has especially done. It's like made, made you look at what matters and what things are of value and sometimes having, not sometimes, huh, all the time, having somebody to talk through that with that's like, outside perspective it's like having like getting stuck in a crossword puzzle and having somebody come in and be like oh yeah this is this this and like or give you a hint for it yeah because solve it for you i was telling sarah like you just you don't know what you don't know and so i told her like all my life i was just comparing myself to my other family members which is what we all do and so you think well like i'm the affectionate one and I'm the vulnerable one. Well, but that's a low bar because my family are all, you know, Mm. cold hearted snakes. And so I'm just joking. But like then my therapist taught me that I was not what I thought. And that's not a scary or bad experience. It's like, oh, I get it now. It's like putting it all in accurate reflection. Yeah. A hundred percent. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And here I was thinking my family were all uh, emotional but and have emotional displays or displays of emotion, but we are not uh, vulnerable Mm -hmm. and able to discuss difficult emotions that are more negative. Like, well, and like how you said... We have to do everything perfect. You best. go in your family, you're the one that's like got a routine. But like compared uh, yep. to... You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a different comparison. I'm a crazy gypsy bag lady. 
Right. <laughs> it's so funny. Maybe I got to write that down. A crazy gypsy bag lady? No, because I feel like people won't like that. I think that's a word I can't use anymore. I know, but sometimes you got to make an exception. <laughs> sometimes you can. I guess it's, if I'm calling myself that, maybe it's us, you know. I, okay. I feel like maybe my mother said that exact phrase before. To... <laughs> I mean, yes. sometimes oh, I do hate gosh. how, like, yeah. words that get banned, you know, for mm-hmm. good reasons, but, like, they were so um, helpful yeah. whenever. Yeah. You know, I have examples, mm. but I'm not going to say them because people will be offended. Definitely don't. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't. But I'm just saying, I wish there was a replacement for it, you know, that was as right, effective. Right. Anyway. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Let me think about what <laughs> are they like. I'm like, I can don't. talk about this. For, yeah. Definitely don't do that. It's kind of like when I, I once had an ex who was like, if like I wouldn't say anything mean or say anything to hurt your feelings. If I wanted to hurt your feelings, <laughs> I would say, right. bah, 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 bah. and right. I was like, "You just okay. said it." So you have now hurt, successfully hurt my feelings. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not saying that would have been the right. other. If I wanted thing to hurt to you, I'd tell you you were an idiot. You're right. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, okay, noted. So. All right, I have, do have some other amazing things to tell you and um, fun stuff that I want to talk about. Okay. I'm trying to think of where, where I want... Oh, my God, I saw... Suze, I saw the most amazing movie that you have to see. Tell me. It's great. Give it all the <laughs> what awards she said right now. What if she said What? Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. That is so funny. You should have done that. I should have done... Damn it. Damn it. This is... <laughs> You know, this shows you that this this is live. This is right, we right, don't right, edit right. this. This is just because like that would have been the best joke it's in the whole fucking world. You're so smart. That's so funny. <laughs> it's not called Interstellar. What is um, it? Uh, Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. Oh my God, Tell Susie! Me. Give him the award for best actor right fucking now. It is about a okay, so it's the guy. Oh, let me see what his name is because of course I don't know. Um, he was also in another HBO show and he was so good. He's like he's he's gonna be like an actor to watch. Um, uh, 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 oh, Riz Ahmed. Okay, he's so fucking good. Okay, so it's about this heavy metal drummer who loses his hearing. Mm. And it's the transition of him losing his hearing. I, I can't tell you. Oh, my God. It makes me want to cry just thinking about it. I've never felt more grateful watching a movie. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so perfectly done. It be- and it takes you on the most beautiful, like, emotional roller coaster where the feelings that you have in the beginning are totally different, like, at least for me, in the end. I want everybody to watch this and then tell me, if they experienced the same beautiful thing that I did, which I think that is what the the writers and you know directors had in mind, yeah, it's it deserves. I think it should win Best Picture. Wow. Okay, so it's, it's a so feature good. film. Got it. Yes, and I had no idea that the deaf community was as thriving and beautiful as it is. Oh. I don't know why it makes me cry. See, you have to see this movie. It's so stupid. I'm feeling very emotional today, which That's is right. silly, but no, this it movie isn't. is. And you know, like, like we just take so much stuff that's so little for granted. Like, I watched that movie and I was like, 
I am so grateful for these eyeballs that see. I am so grateful for these ears that hear. I am so grateful for these legs that walk. And then, like, you also realize that you would be grateful even if it didn't work in that away because there's beauty in like everything it's like so fucking good so yeah and i don't I even think that. i'm overselling this movie no i think i that really resonates with me because oh. i i love anything that sort of um walks you toward gratitude yes because most things that you encounter in the media oh. are designed to be aspirational make you want something make you want to buy something yes. or be something else that you're not. So like, Oh my God, Susie, you are, you are, that is so genius. I'm thinking about every single freaking Marvel movie. Yeah. And, you know, and I just really love and- when something shows you what you already are and, oh God. and then you can so sit beautiful. with that. Yeah. 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm looking at IMDb, wow. which gives it a 7.8, which I'm like, who the fuck are oh, these no. people? Who You've become it? like someone that hates critics. I love it. Oh, I hate them. Because I'm like, what the... You don't know fuck shit. Fuck you. You don't... And who are you? Get, get out of here. I hate it. That's why, like, the Rotten Tomatoes rating, I'm like, 7.8? This is absolutely across the board, like, you know... It's just, it's so well done. And what I also loved is that they used deaf actor, actors who are also deaf yeah. uh, in these roles. Like one of the cast, uh, you know, and I looked it up because I'm like, did they, they did everything right, I think. And it just looks like. Sorry about my hiccups. Just, oh, I love when you have the hiccups. I hate it's it. like the, I know. You hate, <laughs> actually, I'm so sorry that you have the hiccups. How terrible that I'm like, I love this. I know that you hate the hiccups more than anything. Like it's you like chose you're out whistling of over hiccups. I have no I'm control so sorry. over my, my body. Oh, see if you can stretch out your di- like try to like stretch out your diaphragm. Like do a big back bend and try a to like bend. open up your like cut like like arch your back. Okay. Like lean back, you I'm know, kind of like like stretch your your diaphragm because you need to like make it so your diaphragm stops. Remember when that one brainiac wrote to us and um, said that if you have a sp- spoonful of peanut butter that it works? And I was like, okay, I I'll- do not remember that. <laughs> yeah, and so I was determined well, to try it, I and it worked do. immediately. Oh. Adam, go get her peanut butter. I know. I don't know whether it's a placebo, but who cares if it oh is? Oh my god, who cares? Does Wait. it make a difference if it's crunchy or smooth? Um, I don't think it does, but I will take this opportunity to say that something else that can help you with your body is modern fertility, which is a wonderful service that can help tell you about what is going on with your body, um, and give you insight without having to go to the doctor doctor or even leaving your home. You just take this test and it will tell you about your uterus your eggs if you have any red flags or pcos or you know more information that can empower you about your own fertility your own body your organs your hormone levels and that is power so that you can make better decisions for your health and your future and your family i just really love it and it's a fraction of what you would pay if you went to the doctor and it's super easy too. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test. When you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy, that means your test will cost $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands it could cost at a doctor's office. Get 
excuse me, get $20 oh. off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash brain candy, modernfertility.com slash brain candy. It's super, <laughs> so super easy. And then you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. It's great. Yes. Okay, Sarah. Sorry. Yeah. So you definitely have to see this movie. Okay. I'm Oscar gonna. nominated for best motion picture. Okay. Best performance by an actor in a leading role, best performance by an actor in a supporting role, best sound, best original screenplay, best achievement film editing. It, it give and definitely should win best sound. Where did you hear about it? So I watched a I was watching Oh, first of all, it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. You can watch it for Yeah, you can watch it for free if you have Amazon Prime. I was watching something else and I saw the preview for it and I was like Oh my God, that sounds amazing. And it's funny because like, I know that Ren had said a long time ago, like probably when it first came out, Hey, do you want to watch Sound of Metal? And then gave me the synopsis or something. And I thought it was another movie and I was like, Oh no. And you know how like (laughs) you have to watch a movie at like a right time? Yeah. Like this was like perfect timing. I just like sat in that place of gratitude and Mm -hmm. like... I probably, I guarantee I would have fallen asleep because I like, I don't know. That was just like narcoleptic to narcoleptic <laughs> to movies most of the time. So this is one where I like stayed watching the whole entire time and it was so, so good. And then I don't know if it was because I was like listening to that movie or something, but then the next morning, um, I was scrolling through Instagram and there was a vice, uh, a news article that came up that was on, and it's like a, a little short documentary they did that I watched. It was so cool. Um, that was on a punk rock deaf club in the 80s in San Francisco. Oh, wow. And how punk music was huge in the deaf community because they could go to these shows and feel all the vibrations in the floor. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, and the same way um, EDM and like electric dance music and all that stuff yeah. is really uh, uh, popular now because they can go to like the raves and events and like the lights and the, you know, all those like well, EDM kind of stuff. I wonder too, like, you know how um, a lot of artists have interpreters now that do sign yeah. language for their songs? Is that just getting attention now that we have social media or is, is that actually a new, a new thing? I don't know. I think that, well, I think it's maybe the artist who decides to be inclusive, you know? Okay. I think it might be. Do you think they were doing it in like the 80s? I think that, I all I can think, first of all, I have no idea. I, I really, I think that is, I read somewhere recently that it's like the invisible, um, uh, invisible like community that of what, what do we even call it? like invisible disabled community mm-hmm. but like different word than disabled that's mm-hmm. cuz you know the right now one. they like they're they have th- their own what i would call performance styles and yeah energy it's oh, great it's fantastic and you can totally I, see why they'd want to go to a concert even though they can't hear it in the traditional way yeah. Um, I don't even know if it's, but it seems like I, I remember seeing this clip online of Jane Fonda who did her acceptance speech for an Academy Award that she won for a movie where I think it was about somebody who was deaf. And oh. she did it in sign and she 
said that something about like boycotting something or, or fighting against something because they wouldn't give an interpreter. They wouldn't provide an interpreter for that. And she started speaking out as she always does and is so amazing in that way. Uh, she was like calling attention to that. I want to say in maybe like the 80s, mm-hmm. I don't know. And, uh, and so I, I, but you know, like I, 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 it's, this movie is so good. I like want to say things, but I don't want to give it away, but it's, you can't give away a movie that's based on emotion and that kind of stuff. But the technology that we have now for the deaf community is so helpful. And I, I can only imagine how difficult things would have been before that. Yeah. And I mean, that's even something I was talking to Adam about, about um, getting transcription for all of the shows on our network, because I would love for the shows to be, to be accessible to the hearing impaired. And I mean, it would be fun for people to be able to consume it that way if they wanted to or needed to. I love that. And that's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I even started trying to add captions to all of the, um, you know, my Instagram stories and things like that. Yeah. Because it, I really, you know, you don't even think about that in that mm-hmm. way. It, ma- it makes it a matters. big difference. Yep. It really matters. Mm-hmm. That this movie, like I was writing down notes for, as, and I wrote down gratitude, community, representation. Like these are things that I thought were just like totally showcased in mm-hmm. this beautiful, beautiful film that I hope wins all the awards it is, of course, the own, own... You know what? Now I want to look that up because, like, what happened to the Academy Awards? Is that something that usually happens later than I think it does? Or did, did it get pot? Did it happen? Maybe what is it, the deal? It might be a little bit delayed, but I yeah. don't know for sure. Best motion. I want to see who else is up. Do you, like, are, are you a watcher of these things? Yeah. Like, go through the I list? I do enjoy and, like, it. Mm-hmm. Because in my mind, I, I, there's like not a single movie that has come out this year. I know. That's the thing. This year's a little different. So yeah, not that now, I was ever going to the theater with a kid, but it's right. just like everything's weird now. Yeah. So I want, I want to know like what, the, uh, what gets even nominated because as, if it's other stuff like this, oh my God. So You amazing. have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. Well, but, another you know, thing that's amazing, Sarah, is whenever you have to send a package and you can just yes. print the postage right in your own home or office. Uh, I love this because, you know, before I used to not want to go to the post office because I didn't want to be around people and, you know, <laughs> yeah. but now I live not around people and I don't want to go to the post office because that shit's too far away. Yeah. You don't want to spend your time doing that. So no. you could just use stamps.com and mail and ship online. Super easy. You can do it from any computer and you can pay a lot less with the discounted rates uh, from USPS as well as UPS. And it's convenient, saves you money, and then you just slap that label right on your package and put it out in your carrier. will pick it right up. It's a no-brainer. I use it all the time when we're shipping out our, our giveaway prizes. And 
It's super convenient. I would never do it any other way now. Stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code BRAINCANDY, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BRAINCANDY. That's stamps.com, promo code BRAINCANDY, stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I have, let's see, what, would you like to hear about a group of people who are having a better time than others in this pandemic or just doing better in general? Or <laughs> do you want to hear about the reexamined monsters of antiquity through a feminist lens? <laughs> oh my God. I'll take the first one. Okay. I was like, that other one is really good, but I might need some time to talk to you about that because let me tell you, that's like a little like like teaser for later because it's freaking fascinating. I can't we wait love, to have uh, Monsters hear. of Antiquity. Right? And you're like, what? Okay. But this one is a, a, a story that I, it came out. I had this saved. It was an article that came out in, I want to say like around November. Mm-hmm. Um, and... It definitely still holds up, I'm sure, because that was like, it's so weird in pandemic yeah, time. Like in November time seems like a million years ago, but it was like yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so it, this all worked. So researchers were looking at uh, if uh, uh, there were any indicators of what could make somebody better equipped to deal with a pandemic. Okay. You yeah. know, now it's like we're interested in researching this. Yeah. So one of the. Um, uh, hypotheses mm-hmm. you could call it uh was that that or yeah hypothesis more than a theory i suppose uh was that people who experience what they call extreme feelings would do better and the group hmm. that happens to experience extreme feelings the most are horror movie fans wow wait yes this is crazy Yes. Okay. So there's something about the artificial horror that is, uh, this is so fascinating. Yeah. Because it also is going to be really interesting for our book lovers because it told me about why we choose certain um, uh, subjects and things like that to make us feel better like what fiction yes, does what's soothing to us yes mm-hmm. exactly so like people go to a scary movie with the intention of being entertained obviously rather than learning something sure and the scary stories in a weird way provide our brain these these opportunities to learn like skills it's like the same reason why I have a my like zombie survival kit next to the door and like pre- preparation like for the apocalypse, mm-hmm. also for an earthquake and other things that are far more reasonable and rational than zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yes. Because after watching like The Walking Dead and things like that, where yeah. it's like okay, we need this, 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 mm-hmm. and in a way, it's fun to watch that because your mind gets to like prepare for that, right? And it it like feels like it soothes it, and then. Through fiction, people can learn how to escape dangerous predators, navigate social situations, practice their mind reading and emotional regulation skills. Oh, oh look at that. 
And then people who indicated that they were horror fans, there's something in, in, in particular with these horror films because the, they were engaged, engaging more frequently with what they called frightening fictional phenomenon. Frightening fictional phenomenon. And this frightening fictional phenomenon allows us to put our mind in a very scary situation without having to physically be in one that causes mm-hmm. all of the trauma and the, you know, like body keeps the score shit. Yeah. Yes. And so the, they experience less psychological distress in when real there's life. an actual. Yes. Really? Yes, they say that there. This is like correlation, not causation. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And it says one reason that horror use may correlate with less psychological distress is that horror fiction allows its audience to practice grappling with negative emotions in a safe setting. Oh my god! Experiencing negative emotions in a safe setting, such as during a horror film, might help individuals hone strategies for dealing with fear uh, more calmly and more calmly dealing with fear eliciting situations in real life. Do you think there's any chance that, because you know how sometimes we don't know the direction of causality, so it could be the case Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm, mm -hmm, calm, reasonable, great decision makers tend to like horror movies? Like maybe it's that direction? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking too, of like maybe it's people who are, and they did categorize these things. So they put them in different categories of movies. Like they looked at, Alien invasion, apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic, and zombie, and they put that in one category called prepper genre. Oh wow! And then they're, prepper genre, right? And then these ones were the ones who had fewer negative disruptions in their life with the pandemic. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then, oh my God, the other thing that that you know, it's funny because like the last two paragraphs of the <laughs> article I didn't get to because on the third paragraph, third to last paragraph of the article was uh, uh, it says finally the participants were also asked to rate themselves on the morbid curiosity scale, and don't you know I was like, well, I Clicking have to that. take that, <laughs> so I took that. Tell me, but here's the thing: I have yet to find the the scale for it. You just took There's, the quiz. And I, you don't know if you are extreme. I don't know where I fall yet. I could, t- so which is kind of exciting because now I can give you guys all the quiz and tell you to go take it, and then the next episode tell you the scale. <laughs> <laughs> what are, really what were some of the questions? So some of the questions are: If I lived in medieval Europe, I would be interested <laughs> in attending a public execution. Oh and you rate God. this on like a scale of strongly disagree, strongly agree. But then, Susie, they also have other questions like. <laughs> I would be interested in the psychology behind uh, uh, what goes into being a serial killer. Oh, boy. I would be interested in watching an interview with an imprisoned serial killer (laughs) and talking about his crimes. Well, then I I think that because when you're reading these questions, weren't you thinking like, doesn't everybody want to? No, no, because some of them. But this is the categories, too. So they they. They divide these into categories as well on this curiosity scale, the morbid curiosity scale. They Mm -hmm. have, oh my God, I can't even say the word because some of these we are going to, I'm just going to go through the test right here. Why don't I? That's so fun. So there's body violation, violence, motives of dangerous people and paranormal danger. Okay. And so they, they calculate this like trait morbid curiosity on these responses. 
So some of the ones, there were a lot of them that I scored, not a lot, but all the ones that were on the curiosity of or paranormal danger, I was like strongly agree. Hello. One of them, I think the supernatural is an interesting topic. Yeah. For, yeah, for definitely. Sure. However, uh, if a head transplant was possible, I would want to watch the procedure. Oh, come nope. on. Yeah, Strongly no. disagree. That would be a hell to the no. Yeah, right. Um, okay. How about this one? If I lived in ancient Rome, I would... And you're going to say, strongly disagree, disagree. Wait. Oh, I see. Some, yeah. yeah. Strongly disagree, mm-hmm. disagree. Somewhat disagree. Somewhat agree. Agree or strongly agree. Okay. I hate when they don't give you a neutral one because it's like... Right. There's no middle. You have to pick a side, which I hate. Um, okay. Uh, okay. If I lived in ancient Rome, I would be interested in attending a gladiatorial fight. Mmm... I would say disagree. Disagree. Yeah, yeah. that, that I, doesn't sound fun. No, definitely not. But then we were on the challenge, which is essentially... I give, I give that a two. A yes, I, I put disagree. Right. I mean, that is right. what the challenge is. It's oh like God, watching it's people It's like the suffer. idea of seeing the blood that freaks me the fuck out. Oh, How what about, if there was no blood? Then it... Right, then it's basically... Um, uh, like if they asked, "Are you interested in watching a UFC fight?" I'd be like, "Nope." No, right? Me neither. I keep I watch half of those with my eyes closed. Yeah, I'm not into or that. I watch half the fight with my eyes closed, and then when they just bounce around, I'm like, "Oh yeah, I like this." Now they're just dancing. What did you say about the? <laughs> they are. That's so true. What about? <laughs> what did you say about the one? Um, uh, the execution. The watching that. Oh. Uh, 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 uh. If I lived in medieval Europe, yeah. I would be interested in attending a public execution. Yeah. Would you be I into put that? strongly disagree. Yeah, me too. Fuck no. I scored a 79. Oh. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I have yet to find that out. Because then I kept Googling it and it was like, I kept trying to look at the scale. It doesn't give me the scale. Like it doesn't give me what the... The, right, that's not you know, the range, quiz. The, the morbid... I know, right? And then... City scale. I need to know. I'm I'm morbidly curious about this. <laughs> exactly. That's how I feel. <laughs> this is so funny. There's no like like so and then it just every it just links me to all these articles where like they talk about it and they use it, but then like nobody's given me the actual what do you fucking call that? There's a name for it. You know what's really annoying is my supervisor, the pr- class that she teaches is assessments. This is not an actual assessment PS. This right. is a Something that somebody made up, but right. just like the fact that she teaches that, and I'm like, I don't even know what <laughs> the name think of what you call that is. You think your score was 79 out of 100? No, oh. no, 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 because it must be out of the maximum possible. So six times six is maximum. Six times 20. Well, it's close to 100. Six times 24. No, can't. No, oh god, six, <laughs> six 24 times six is 144. So I got a 79 okay, out of 144. Okay, so you're in like the middle. But, uh, yeah, but I don't know what the... But, you know, sometimes it, it's... Cause it just says... Uh, I'm so annoyed with that. Why they do that? Anyways. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
I'm so interested to see what your um, what your result would be. I think I would be low. I do want to talk well, to serial killers, but that's not morbid. Yeah. I don't want to talk it's to them about, about their crime. Of those. In fact, I always tell them that. I'm like, I, I'm not interested in talking about your crime or anything. Well, that's what it says. It says the psychology of why they did it. Yeah, that I, I want to know. Right. But that is, falls into a morbid curiosity. But don't you think there's a part of you that wants to know that? Because it, it, that is like one of, like, it, it satisfies something. It put, it's like... It puts your what, well. Why do you think? Why do you think you have a curiosity for that? I have a curiosity about extreme human behaviors and fringe subcultures because yeah. they can teach us about how the human brain works and stuff. But like, I just feel like learning how uh, what led them down that path could be useful societally. Absolutely. But, I think that's and that's interesting that you called it extreme human behaviors and they in the article they called it extreme feelings. Yeah. But I think some people really do like to know the kind of the gory details. Yeah. Which is a different I know they do. fascination. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I'm not into they horror movies. They did say in the article that if you are somebody that is that hates horror movies, yeah, then watching it could make it worse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if you're inclined to watch them, you'll be soothed or whatever. It'll it, be beneficial. Yeah. yeah. But it oh, would be traumatic gosh. if I did. Yeah. And it's like learn. You have to learn first how to accept the fe- feeling of being afraid or anxious, mm-hmm. and then you have to learn how to overcome that feeling. Acceptance and then reorganization. Do you think that like people who have a morbid curiosity, what do you think in general? Can you paint them with a wide brush at all? No, I think it's the same as that, you know, kind of like when, we, when you looked at music and about mm. personality and music, it's not what right. you think. The people who are obsessed with death are the ones who are the best at dealing with it and coping with it. Mm-hmm. And the ones who... who you know, especially after we read that, well, in a healthy way, of course. And uh, but when after we read uh, confessions of a funeral, funeral director, director mm-hmm. I it totally changed my mind on the death narrative and how we just have it really messed up in the United States and how it's not helping anybody to not so i think i think it might be backwards to what we think right. it is as so many things are hello if we've learned anything on here isn't it that mhm our brain just it's basically like whatever your brain is saying yeah it's probably the opposite of that when i was reading you keep that, talking eh, it's probably the opposite you should probably stop <laughs> when i read recently that book from by the woman who was in the manson family um oh, you know yeah. uh, chuck manson uh like when they were describe, she was describing the the crimes that they were committing, uh, and how Charles never killed anybody. He just made right. these other people do it. <sighs> I just cannot believe that he could convince people to do something that mm. is so unnatural. I, I, I 
you're like an expert in cults, so as you like teach about that, how, that feels like I know. It's, is it is it or is it that you can't believe it? So that is why you you teach it and research it. Yeah, I, I want to yeah, understand course, things that like it's fascinating. Just can't believe are true, and that humans could be capable of. I mean, that's why like you turn on the History Channel, it's like nonstop Hitler because everyone wants to know like <laughs> so how crazy. could someone be that evil? Right, it's hard to imagine. Yeah, and we think that there's a part of us that, according to the study, that that looks it seeks the answers to those questions mm-hmm. to relieve that fear and anxiety, or allow our yeah. brain to prep or process mm-hmm. the possible, uh, uh, like you know, basically emotional regulation in those yeah. extreme cases. Yeah, I get that. Interesting. Let's wind it I down. I thought you would like that. Look I at that. I do like it. Great. Well, <laughs> Great. friends, let's wind it down. What do you say? We've talked about morbid curiosity. I liked when we got to hell. talk about your therapeutic uh, breakthrough about the mysterious wetness and things that scurry. Oh, my God. That is really funny. You made it's, some progress. Yeah, write that down. Okay. Figure it out. Mysterious wetness. Everyone problem. needs to uh, watch Sound of Metal. Oh my gosh, please, please watch that. Um, you know, if you feel like you're in a small talk situation and you like <laughs> can't remember any other facts from the podcast, you can just be like, we good, we good, and then just walk away and you're fine. Like, NBD. I mean, I've been in a lot of conversations that I was like actively trying to wrap up and that person was I not. Just moved to a new neighborhood. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like they don't pick up on the cues of like, all right. You know how like you do the wind down? Yep. Yep. All right. And and I do the hand in the air and the fade. And then you got to start all over. Like if they don't get it and they start, to, then you got to oh. start from the beginning. I will say that is that I, 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 I do live in a neighborhood with people who are a little older and and, and they like to talk. And why are you whispering? It is really because I don't know if they can hear me. <laughs> why would they hear you? They are older, so maybe they can. No, <laughs> I'm right. kidding. I think that's a slim chance. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, thank uh, you guys so much for checking out our merch and buying it. We're always updating oh the store. God, yes. I love seeing fa- you guys wearing it. In fact, it. I, uh, uh, I hope you guys, if, if you're like thinking, oh, what do I want to get? Um, those mugs that are are color changing or yeah. not color change yeah color the changing magic mugs. the ones that that go magic mugs that go from hot to cold that really helps me out to know whether i need to microwave my coffee and i just really like doing that instead of having to stick my finger in it or drink cold right. coffee that is if a you're handy one of those tool. people who it, i love it i every single time it heats up and i see that and it says you know the secret message that you have the to go to our website message. to check out to see or the reveal Ooh. i get happy yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Check that out. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And we love yeah, man. You. We'll see you Bye. next time. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that show. You got this far, so you must be a hardcore podcast fan. We'd love to invite you over to our podcast, Twinning at Life. We'll be gossiping about relationships. Yes, ours included. Bachelor chatter, pop culture, reality TV, and really a bunch of real life stuff. Come join us and have some fun. Just search Twinning at Life on your podcast app.